0: You're listening to Likely's Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net/slash support. It is episode 43. I'm Polly. We've got Shelby here, too. Hello. Let's get it started. Yes. Let's do this. All right. What's up? (laughs) Um, I have a story about why I might be getting divorced.
1: Yes, you do, actually. Um,
0: So a couple of nights ago, I was sitting on the couch minding my own business when a terrifying eight-legged monster started crawling up our front door. And I screamed and I pointed and John said, do you want me to kill it? And I said, yes. Yes. So he we went and he killed it, and he picked up the dead beast body with his bare hands, which is disgusting and he started like walking over towards me with with this thing and i uh, I was uh, yelling like yelling <laughs> at him and he was like, "Stop, like Brian, who's our downstairs neighbor, like Brian's gonna call the cops, and I'm like, "Gut, good, <laughs> I'll tell him you're abusing me, <laughs> oh my gosh." And then he went into the kitchen, presumably to throw the monster's body away. Yeah. When all of a sudden we have a reach through in our kitchen uh-huh. um, that goes right over the couch. All of a sudden he puts <gasps> a hand out over my head, like right above oh my, my god. head, with the stupid, disgusting. Oh my god! The disgusting monster's body, and I screamed <laughs> at the top of my lungs, As and then you never forgave him for the rest of the night yeah i don't think i've forgiven him yet i don't think you have i think these are i i mean i still love him but these if these events keep happening it's, i mean divorce is in the future <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a pretty serious uh actions that need to be stopped
0: and he he tried to use spidey Um, over my head, like saying, he was like, well, I thought you liked spiders now because of Spidey. I'm like,
1: no, no, um, I'm sorry. Can we (laughs) confirm that you named the spider outside Spidey? I did. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You gave me a
0: great name suggestion and I went with it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Um, he thought because you liked Spidey that you liked spiders being tangled over your head. Uh, apparently and
0: i don't like spidey we just have a mutual respect for one another yeah yeah i also haven't seen him in about a week so i think he's gone away yikes maybe he died hopefully he did not come inside otherwise he will meet certain death <laughs> <laughs> um that's terrifying yes so that is I, what happened in my marital
1: yeah life. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like you guys need to have some serious discussion about this. Yeah, I agree. Probably need to go to therapy. So, I will say that it's hard to um it's going to be hard to describe this without people being able to see video of this, but um something that my dad still does to this day, though it's been less lately, when we were kids, definitely he would kill a bug in like a tissue or a paper towel or something. And then he would, like, hold that arm out, and then with his other hand, he would grab his forearm, and he would pretend like it was still alive, and that it was, like, struggling. And then he would, like, come and pretend to attack us like it was trying to get at us, and he was holding it back. (laughs) No! It was unacceptable no that's not okay to this day he still thinks he's pretty darn funny when he does that (laughs) and and it still terrifies me (laughs) so yeah i do feel like you and john need to discuss this now or it could last forever it probably will last forever if i'm being real (laughs)
0: Being honest he, with yourself. <laughs> yeah. He he thinks it's ridiculous that I have arachnophobia.
1: So well, no phobia is like they're all ridiculous. It's the yeah. point. Like, yeah. The point is that it's a unrealistic phobia. Yep, but I can't help it. Oh man. Speaking of phobias, sort of yeah. a segue. <laughs> the last debate is tonight, yeah, it is. thank God, <laughs> so we're gonna record our episode, then there's gonna be a debate, and that will be the last one. That's all thank I have to goodness. say about that. I
0: can't believe that I've watched all I'm going to be watching all three of the,
1: yeah, I think we're gonna multitask through this one because i uh as we'll talk about later when I have this example, but I surprisingly have totally normal and healthy blood pressure, and I don't know how when all I watch is election coverage. (laughs) So that'll be interesting. Um, My other last thing for updates, I don't have any good stories, but the Indians, also known as the Windians, (laughs) are going to the World Series. They just a- beat the Blue Jays tonight right before we started recording, and it is amazing. Woohoo, Woo-hoo. The game was so early I couldn't watch it. <laughs> yes, it was at four o'clock eastern and uh, the same was last yesterday's game was also at four o'clock eastern, which is ridiculous because people who live in the Eastern time zone also had a hard time being able to go and watch the game.
0: Yeah. I don't, most people don't get
1: off work at four.
0: (laughs) They all seem to be at prime time. And then that game wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's It's weird. weird. Anyway, pretty exciting. I just, um, would like to point out that you were a Rockies fan at one point and
1: how quickly (laughs) you turn your back on good old Colorado. Here, Here's the deal. We were Rockies fans because they were close by. Ah, convenience, I see. Just convenience. We were convenient fair weather Rockies fans. <laughs> Which is, uh, doesn't really exist. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, through like June. And now that we're back in Ohio, it's a little bit easier and just exciting to get to follow the Indians. And um, yeah,
0: good for you moving to a place that has winning sports teams, except for football.
1: <laughs> yeah, foot. What they, do they play that year? <laughs> yeah, not very well. No, no, they don't. Nope. Um. All right. Let's let's just get in because this is kind of the bigger. This is the episode we've been talking about for a couple weeks that we wanted to do and could just be kind of part one of future conversations, but why don't you get us started?
0: Sure. Um, So we're going to be talking about body positivity. Um, And I would just like to throw out a disclaimer that while I um, consider myself... um, someone who is always actively trying to be body positive. Um, I'm definitely body positive of other people <laughs> um, and learning to be more body positive about myself, um, but we'll talk more about that too as we go on. Um, but I'm by no means an expert on this. I just care about the movement and am kind of a, um, a participant in terms of following a lot of people um, who are you know, big parts of the movement and, um, and the like. So, uh, I'll just get us started by talking about the general theme, um, of the body positive movement, which is basically all bodies are good bodies. Um, so, you know, you can't just by looking at someone determine whether or not someone is healthy. Um, so, you know, just because a person is thin does not mean that they're healthy, and just because a person is fat um, or plus size does not mean that they're unhealthy. Um, also, the idea that, um, even if someone is unhealthy for whatever reason, well, you know, mentally or physically, um, that doesn't mean that they're any less deserving of love and acceptance. So, even, um, I mean, just that, yeah, um, if someone has high blood pressure, that doesn't mean that they're not deserving of love and acceptance and um, to be treated as an equal and as a, you know, a a human being um, in general. So... Um that's just kind of the general theme of body positive. um the other aspect is reclaiming words um, like fat and plus size um, into saying that they are they're simply descriptors mm-hmm. um, they're you know they're like tall or blonde or um, short and then you know fat and plus size they're not negative. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that's just kind of the the intro of what body positivity is um, and kind of what the main message is is that regardless of what you look like, um, uh, you are deserving of love and acceptance in our culture. Um, body positive is open to all bodies, um, fat, skinny, short, lean, queer, um, black, brown. Um, But they definitely um, put an emphasis on bodies that are not represented in the media as often. So, um, like I said, um, so fat bodies, queer bodies, um, uh, people of color Mm -hmm. um, are definitely featured in the body positivity movement um, more than white, cis, uh, cisgendered, um, skinny people mm-hmm. but again it's open to all bodies it's just about getting more representation for those that are not seen in popular culture very often yeah um so that is body positivity in the general piece of it um i wanted to talk a little bit about um this new um well not what well is new a new um uh, what is it called? <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> what, are,
1: what are you getting at?
0: It's funny that I. It's funny that I can't remember that word. Um, but refinery twenty um, nine, Lane Bryant and Airy. I think so. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, are doing a campaign, um, basically because sixty seven percent. Um, of women are plus size um, which industry standard says that plus size is a size 14 and above Um, and basically they um, said like meet the invisible majority most American women are plus size but they make up less than 2% of the images that we see and we want to change that so they started a website. Um, just talking about this campaign and then refinery said, um, beginning when the campaign started, they are going to feature plus size women. The 67% of women that you see, um, will be on their website, their newsletter, and then all their social media channels as well. Um, and they opened up, um, They took months and compiled a ton of stock photography of Mm -hmm. plus-size women um, because there's just – there's nothing out there because plus-size women are hidden away often. Um, And so they're taking a stand and saying, no, like this is the hidden majority and these women deserve to be featured and um, seen um, in magazines and social
1: media and the like, right? Um, which is awesome. I mean it's yeah, it's a cool project. <laughs> and then, on
0: top of that, they are opening up that anyone can use their stock photography. so um, if any other websites or brands are looking to um, join the movement mm-hmm. um, and you know challenge uh, the fact that this is a statistic that, you know, 67% of women are plus size, but they're only 2% of the images that we see.
1: Um,
0: They have a plethora of images to begin with and to put on their sites um, to help spread that positivity. So that's just one awesome campaign that's going on Mm -hmm. right now um, that I really love um, and is partnering with some good – body-positive brands, which is great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we talked a little bit last time about um, This Is Us and how there is a fat lead character, which is very unusual um, since Hollywood is pretty fat-phobic. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about that um, because she's definitely Kate is the character's name. Um, as... A character she's definitely more multi-dimensional than most fat characters um most fat characters are normally just um the butt of the joke or the comic relief they don't have a lot um to them um but what i take um what bothers me about it is that from the get-go like the very opening scene she's shaming herself for like the food that she eats and um she has sticky notes all over her food in her fridge of like don't eat this like seriously don't eat this and yeah you know kind of categorizing food into good and bad um and then as the show the episode progresses we just see that she is very obsessed with losing weight and obsessed with her body and doesn't love herself. Um, at one point she even says um, in the script uh, how she be- being fat um, and trying to lose weight has been part of her story since she was a little girl. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I know a lot of fat women feel this way um, for a number of reasons. Mainly, I mean, we just talked about it. Um, plus size women are a huge majority um but are only seen two percent of the time so society is telling um fat women that they you know need to look a certain way to fit an industry standard of beauty yeah um but it would also be nice to see in this kind of context a plus-size woman loving herself and, like, just starting from that. Yeah. Um, like, having her be, like, just any other character would be if that was, like... Right. If the description of the character didn't include that um, and see her loving herself and being open to others loving her as well. Yeah. Um, So... I don't know, I'm a little conflicted. I'm definitely happy that she
1: has some dimension to her. Like Yeah. I think yeah, that's one of the other articles um that has a video along with it that we'll post in the show notes at sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash forty three. Um so it's this video from Bustle and A quote from kind of the article around it is, um, like, you've heard it before, right? Thin is beautiful and fat is ugly. Thin is always healthy and fat is always unhealthy. Fat TV characters aren't the protagonists. They're the comic, um, comedic relief and fatness in general is the comedic relief. And I think, like, the kind of conflict with This Is Us is that I think, first of all, Kate, who – The actress is Chrissy Metz. So the character of Kate, like you said, I think she's way more dimensional than that. And I've only – I'm not sure how many episodes are out because we may talk about the actual show later in the episode. But um, up to – I've watched three now. I think that I'm hoping we see some of her strength and her loving herself coming out. Because yeah. I think that that is what the boyfriend character is is honestly, like, helping her do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, just highlighting for her. So I think it would be awesome to have just had it be, like, Kate, the character, and have them have cast a fat actress. Um, yeah. And just, like, see her doing her thing and loving herself and being awesome. But I also... I see myself in some of the things that she does or says, and it's like really horribly comforting Um, and has honestly, like I can think of two different scenarios um, that I was, you were going to bring all of the research and information. And I was like, I'll bring examples. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But two different things that I've done lately because we've been having, like you and I have been having this conversation and thinking about recording this episode and in the episode, um, one of the recent episodes of This Is Us, like Kate is kind of forced into the spotlight of singing. She's like a, an amazing singer, but she always feels like she shouldn't be in the spotlight because she's fat. Mm-hmm. And um, her boyfriend sets up this thing and they go and, and she kind of starts out a little bit weaker and she gets stronger and she has a great time. Um, and like she's just really embracing it. And I think you see in that moment that she let go all of these descriptors and she was, like, being herself and loving what she was doing. Um, and I, I can just – I can relate to that. Like, yeah, you have these moments and you want them to be more and more where you're comfortable in your own skin and so you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I'm I'm torn about it too, but I'm hoping that what we're going to see in the show is an evolution of her character. And so we can kind of watch that and, um, we can relate to like the focus on being body positive. We can watch her come into that as well as a lot of us are working on it too.
0: Yeah. So, no, I think, I think so as well. Um, yeah, so I I just um what else um so another place in our television that this comes up is um, Louis C K and a lot of articles will talk about this too um, Louis C K's um, episode So Did the Fat Lady. Um, and in the last scene of the episode um basically this this woman who is fat ish <laughs> um uh she identifies as fat but um the character uh goes on this rant on Louie um basically because she asked him out and he said no um and she just perpetuates that um you know not only do women have to like think about um themselves and how they fit into the societal norms but then they also have to worry about like the men that they're with and how they are being looked at in Mm -hmm. that regard as well um and she just goes on this epic rant um and at the very end of it louis ck makes a fat joke um which you know i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty annoyed that you made me watch Louis C.K. in the first place. Him and you don't I like Louis C.K. We had a disagreement a few years ago about something, and I've just been turned off ever since. What did you have a
0: disagreement <laughs> on? I've never heard this what? before. Are you serious? No. Yeah.
1: His rants about Cabin Core. Oh. No. <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't hate the video or the clip. Um, I thought the rant was really cathartic. Yeah. Um, of like, it was very honest and, and, and felt very true to like understandable feelings about like, you know, like why, because I'm fat, do I not, um, like not deserve to be wooed, not deserve to be, um, like a prize or like whatever the connotations for that are, but like to be flirted with and to want like for people to want to date me, like I'm fun and I do great things. And um, why is it always the focus on this like tyrannical beauty standard? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So I have that in the show notes as well, that scene Um, and then an article about why, You should love and hate that rant. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, But I think that's good. I guess I, you know, in talking about my own experience, um, you know, my biggest thing um, comes around food. And, like, the biggest thing that the body positive movement has helped me kind of grow not grapple with but just like understand more and have a big better appreciation is the fact that like society for fat people only yeah i will say there is good food and there is bad food yes um and if you are fat and eating ice cream in public there's like a stigma about that of like well you're fat you shouldn't get to eat Ice cream. Yeah. This does not exist for thin people. Um, Yeah. Thin people can eat whatever they want because they're thin and, um, you know, therefore supposedly healthy. And so it's fine if they have ice cream. It just reminds me of a story of a friend of mine um, uh, who is fat, um, who uh, was shopping at – like uh, Costco or Sam's Club or something
1: Um,
0: had a cart full of like healthy food, like a ton of produce and like whatever. And that's not even the point. Um, But she had a small sample like because they have samples at all of those different um, uh, at those stores. She had a small like tiny sample of ice cream. And a stranger said if you would stop eating shit like that, you wouldn't be in the position you're in. So, like, and that's why I feel like body positivity is so important. Even, like, yes, spreading the message that, like, all bodies are good bodies, but then also just to, like, deal with jerks like that. Like, the fact that he thought he had permission to comment on my friend's body and what she was putting into it um, is ridiculous. Um, And I think... Going back to the food, I think the biggest thing that body, the p- movement has given to me is the idea that there is, just like there are no good bodies or bad bodies, there is no good food or bad food. Like, yeah. you know, it, you can't categorize it like that. Like, that's
1: not. Yeah. Do you think about it, um, I, uh, like, in terms of, like, just in general, like, behavior and activity and food and anything in, like healthy and non-healthy or not at all. Like, so one of the – um sorry, the article from the Huffington Post, like, Why You Should Love or Hate, the Louis C.K. clip, uh-huh. one of the quotes from that um author was – she was kind of describing two worlds where in one world, like, you know, fat people are hidden and shamed and they yeah. f- feel all of that and they – so they hide and they don't do things and whatever. Yeah. And in the other world – um, There are increasing amount of people who are living happily and healthily and, um, and she says with minimal regard for beauty tyranny, um, they work and they walk and they swim and they make love and they dance and they sleep and they get sick and well and love and die without organizing their lives around this judgment. And so it's more about how you're reacting and ignoring kind of this outside force of judgment yeah. Um, I think that's something for me that I try to shift to thinking about um like what's healthy for me or not. Yeah, um, which as I was saying earlier, one of the things for my job, um we got like biometric wellness testing. Mhm. Um that was part of this big wellness plan for the state and so I went and did that and I was like, "All right, cool. Like it's in our building. It's super easy. They did cholesterols and blood pressure. And then weight, um, and so they like calculated your um, BMI and your actual like waist circumference and all of these different things. Uh-huh. and um, and I was just like, "Whatever, like, all right, you know, like I was actually surprised to s- get what I got. <laughs> like all <laughs> of my numbers were super good, like, yeah, all of my cholesterols, all of my blood pressure, everything was like. Well, within, like, it wasn't like on any sort of boundary line. It wasn't, and it, like, it was all like completely in the ideal range. Yeah, and then like the guy reading off the list was like, "Well, uh, I mean, your waist circumference and the BMI here—like, th- there may be things you could work on." And I like pretended to be shocked. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and it made him super nervous. But um, it's like, are you saying something? I know that I don't know. I was like, "What? Have I lived my whole life without mirrors or people's judging looks?" <laughs> you know. But like, I mean, I like I was I was. Like, kind of proud of myself, because I like I wasn't it's not like it ruined my day, like, yeah, I got numbers that were about my actual health, yep, and that's what like I easily focused on that day, and I was really excited about it, yeah, and so I think about more, like trying to reframe like, well, is this activity gonna make me feel better <laughs> or like yeah. healthy, or you know, um, I don't trying to think through it like that way. Yeah. I think, too,
0: I I think by loving your body, you treat your body better. Yeah. And that means moving more. That means feeding it nutritious foods. That means treating it with respect and not hate. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of change... Because there's a lot of question, and, you know, I think we've talked about this too, about is there space for people who want to lose weight in the body-positive movement? Yeah. Like, is it okay to, yes, be comfortable with where your body is at now, um, but want to change at the same time? Yeah. Um, Like, can those things coexist? Right. Um, And I think they can. Um, I think – I truly think that the – The best, the best and only way to successfully lose weight, um, is by loving yourself while you're doing that process. Because if you don't, it's not like I, you know, I remember having thoughts when I had a much, when I was a lot skinnier of like wanting to lose, like not being happy with myself at that point either, um, and so I think by learning to love and accept myself, then I can at any size have that feeling and be yeah. okay
1: with where I am. Right. Um, so, yeah. 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 I think that's, um, uh, from my experience, I mean, like two, <laughs> a couple things kind of come to mind in this since since we've been talking about it and, and I want to get to... Um, some of the like practical steps or actions, but we will get there by talking about really ridiculous examples (laughs) as, as I've promised. Um, So the things I've been thinking about, like um, earlier this week I had uh, the Cavs championship trophy, right? was like displayed at our state house. Uh And so I went with some coworkers and we took photos and I like got back to my office and I looked at the photos and I was like, disgusted. I was like, Oh, well that sucks. Like now I can't like, I'll share it with family, but that's it. Yeah. Like this photo is not going anywhere else. <laughs> like yeah. I was just like, Oh, is that really what the sweater looks like on my body? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, um, like all of those things that go through your head and like, and to be very clear, like those thoughts go through people's women's men's any, like anyone's head. Regardless of size, yep. And I think that's the point. Like, it's about being comfortable in your own skin and loving yourself. Yeah. Because I could be a hundred pounds lighter, and those thoughts could have still gone through my head. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I did. Like, I, I mean, I thought about it and I dwelled on it, and I like kind of progressively got back to the things you and I have talked about. And I posted the picture, and I was like, "Yeah, like this is awesome. I want to share this with friends." that like i got to go do this today. Yeah. And so it's like it's not like it comes easy but when you start thinking about it, you can kind of start to retrain your brain. Yeah. A little bit. And the other thing was um this should have been my follow-up story because i got to ride in a race car last weekend. <laughs> right? Like um why did i not tell that story at the beginning of this episode? But anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Why didn't you? We'll save it for next episode. I don't know. I'll
1: tell it next time. But anyway, I got to ride in a race car last weekend and um, my dad was doing this thing and he got to take two extra people in the back of like the pace car, but you weren't really pacing anything. You were going a hundred miles an hour and it was crazy. Um, (laughs) But he, you know, he, he turned around and it was me and my sister and my brother-in-law and then my mom and my niece were with us. And he was like, well, I can take two more people. And this happens a lot where I am kind of, like, I want to back away from doing things that, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Like, I have to, like, have a helmet and I have to, like, get in the car with my sister and, like, do all of these things. And, like, I have these things that come through my head where it's, like, I don't know. This is too much. And, like, what if it's really awkward or, like... Uh, what you know, like, just what if it's too tight, a fit, or something, which is ridiculous because it's a normal sized car. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, again, like this is where it's like your brain is sabotaging you, yeah, based on like years and years of horrible things coming at you, <laughs> yeah, and like, and I like took a moment and I, um, hilariously almost let my brother in law do it, and then, <laughs> then <laughs> I was like, actually, no, like there is no reason that I shouldn't go and do Do this this and have a great time. (laughs) Yeah. Like why would I stand back for no reason, you know? And like, and it really is, I've been thinking through like how much my brain is sabotaging me to like stand in the background or don't show that photo or don't take that photo. Yeah. Like all of those things. It's like ridiculous because like I had an amazing time and we could have fit three more people in that car and like, There's no reason I should have not done it. So I don't know. I think those are just some things that like come to mind where I've been thinking through like not only how do I make sure that I'm speaking in a positive way and reacting Mm -hmm. to other people in a positive way, um, but also like treating myself that way when my brain is working like over time to sabotage what i'm trying to do
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and i where that shows up well it shows up for me in a lot of places but i as you know i have a class pass membership so yes. i can go to a variety of different gyms and places and uh to work out and get a variety of different workouts um and it's really great because of that because you can do so many different types of things um so interesting to know um, as some of you may know Colorado is the skinniest state yes. in <laughs> in the country <laughs> um, it is not the healthiest state though Which is um, weird. But, it, but it is the skinniest state um and so um that, that sends a lot of different messages to a lot of different people. So actually at um, the University of Colorado Boulder, um, that university has one of the highest percentages of eating disorders in the country. Hmm. Um, And, you know, I've talked to people who put that blame on um, the idea that to be, like, a fit, active, outdoorsy person in Colorado, you have to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, And so I often get really self-conscious before going to – like work out because I'm often the fattest person in the room. Um and I wonder like what people like why people think I'm there or like
1: yeah, you know,
0: think I'm more out of shape than they are. And sometimes I am. Um sometimes I'm sure you're not (laughs) um you know and then then I also like sometimes I'll see someone else who who's fat or chubby and I'm like, oh solidarity like (laughs) someone else is you know, which is ridiculous. Um or like before going on a hike, I'm like concerned if like a shirt is like too clingy on me because it'll show you know my rolls or my curves or whatever and yeah um and it's hard like being in a place where so many people are thin um and then also fit and athletic and like not necessarily fitting that that ideal look um and so anytime I go to a new gym I'm always like filled with anxiety of like like, what kind of people are going to be there? What is the trainer going to be like? Are they going to assume that I'm only doing this to like try to lose weight? Or like, yeah. will they see that there's like more benefits to like moving my body in good ways? And yeah, will it be a welcoming environment to get a workout? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's interesting, most places are really awesome um and the people are awesome and then every once I've gotten one coach who like was really um demeaning to me, and like yeah, there were two of us in the classroom, the other woman was um very thin. Um, and he he had had neither of us in class before. It was the first time for both of us. Okay. Um, He said nothing to her about, like, goals or ambitions or, like, what she was trying to achieve. Yeah. And, like, kept bringing it up with me. And was like, you can't give up. Like, you got to (laughs) keep going. Like, what are your goals? And I'm like...
1: That actually, (laughs) a a small but related tangent, Um, Carolyn had actually brought up with us in conversation our... Our Midwest Correspondent, who we have, I know we haven't renamed her yet, Um, but anyway. Soon to be dog mom. Yes, soon to be dog correspondent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, She had brought up, uh, a friend of hers had been talking to her, you know, posting online about kind of the fitness crazed, people on social media that you see where the intent is supposed to be super motivational, but it actually has an opposite effect on many people. And so that's what that, you know, brought up to me where like, I think in that coach's mind, it was about helping you and motivating you and focusing on your goals where like, if he had just treated you like a regular human in his class, yeah, it may have been fine, but like, trust me, we don't need additional pressure to think no. about our goals or motivation. <laughs> no,
0: and also, if you're gonna like, if he would have talked to the other woman about the same things, I would have thought nothing of it. Yeah, I would have thought that's just what he does. But it like, was he's just there to such see a focus what your goals
1: you should. It was like give very up.
0: clear. It was very clear that I was the fat girl in the class. Yeah, who like sweat a ton and like it was a hard workout for me and like (laughs) and it was hard for the other woman too like she didn't breeze through it so like like I said if he would have had the same conversation with her or even remotely like Mm -hmm. had had any interest in her goals or like why she's in class. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have thought twice about it. I would have just thought that was one of his ways of like yeah learning about his clients and, you know, trying to be yeah you know, the best coach he can be for everybody's individual goals. But right. no, it was just just to the fat girl.
1: <laughs> and I think like I think um for the like for those situations, I always hope I have like the courage to – or, like, the self-awareness to, like, realize what's happening and address it or address it after the fact because maybe – um, like, maybe he would react differently in the future and not make someone feel bad. But I think on social media too, like, I have to find – I I do find myself either unfollowing people or, like, hiding them so that their stuff comes up less frequently because there isn't this, like – And I have a couple people I'm thinking of like specifically or like fitness folks that I followed and that kind of thing where like the intent is definitely like motivational, but if I'm not reacting to it in a way that motivates me, that's fine. I can remove that from my life. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing for me is that like maybe this is motivating for someone else, but like seeing someone who is a size two – or who's very thin and very healthy, have them talk to me about their four AM workouts and their shakes that they drink that saved their lives and has made them so perfect. Like yeah. that's not necessarily motivational because they're not. They didn't maybe start from the same place as me, or they had different barriers than I have, and so it's not as ho- it's not as easy to like relate to them. And I think. There's obviously value in relating to people who are different than you. I could not say that enough. (laughs) However, like there are situations, especially when you have control over your interactions, if there's something you're seeing a lot on social media and you have control over whether you see that or not, if you don't find it helpful or motivational, if it has the opposite effect on you, then remove that. Or only yeah. look at it occasionally, <laughs> like yeah, help yourself a little bit, um, yeah, I by agree. not bringing like negative influences when they might not be negative for everyone, but if they are for you, then kind of react to that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, because cool. I can I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Okay, so we've talked a lot about this. We've given some personal examples but what are like what are some other things like just a couple things that I think would be helpful for us all to like keep in our minds and in our actions to just like be better people to ourselves and to our friends and to strangers to everyone sure to all all peoples
0: um so I have three things okay Um, And the first is I think it's important to remember that learning to love yourself is a journey, um, and it's difficult for everyone at any given time, and that being patient with yourself and not punishing yourself for having having those moments of like, oh, I don't want to share that picture or, oh, I don't want to go to this new gym because who knows what it'll be like, that that's okay, and it's about then moving past those thoughts and – and posting the picture and going to the gym and you know yeah. um just letting yourself live a little bit more but being patient with yourself and knowing that it is a journey to get there yeah um this goes with number 1 but number 2 is you say far meaner things to yourself than you would ever say to someone else <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> um and so, just realizing that, and like knowing that you would never be that cruel to a friend or a family member. Um, so why should you ever be that cruel to yourself? Yeah, um, and remembering that as you um, move forward with this um, this uh, journey. Um, And number three, we didn't talk a lot about clothing, but I did want to throw this in there and um, just saying to shop small. Mm -hmm. Um, So shopping at brands that embrace body positivity and that make clothes for everyone. Um, I spoke about it before, but I can't speak more highly of Smart Glamour. Um, They're an online boutique. Um, She's awesome. It's like a one-woman show. She has a couple interns, but she makes... All of her clothes um, herself and is just really great. Um, And in the show notes, I have provided a list um, of 11 body positive um, brands, so brands that embrace body positivity. Yeah. I will note that Lululemon is on there, and I have no idea why. Um, They don't make clothing above a size 12, so that's not... Embracing all types of bodies. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, so unless they've changed... I, I was just on their website not too long ago, and I'm pretty sure they're still, they are still—they make clothes no larger than a size 12. So I don't know why they're on the list. Okay. Um, so I would not... I mean, sure, shop at them if you want a pair of $80 yoga pants, but sure. um, I don't think that they're supporting body positivity. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So those are yeah. my three... Ways to start um, being more body
1: positive to yourself and to others. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think um, when I think through that list, I think shopping, like, that's kind of initially what brought this conversation on with my rant about Old Navy's pants. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think if I think through this and continue – to kind of have my list of, like, what would be my action steps, like, maybe for the next two weeks or month, I'll focus on, like, doing one of those things a week that is outside of my comfort zone, Yeah, but for kind of ridiculous reasons. <laughs> 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 um, thinking about think that and, and thinking about ways that, you know, maybe we can talk about this too in the future of of how your words to other people matter and how to be kind of encouraging to others without being demeaning or just insensitive. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks for bringing this up. I feel like I'm, I don't know. I'm hopeful that it got people thinking a little bit or you could, you could relate to it. Um, And if you have, reactions or comments or other stories you want to share. um, Hopefully we can get a really great conversation going on Facebook um, just to kind of help support each other. I agree. Yeah. You can find us. Yeah. Yeah on the
0: on facebook we are at (laughs) facebook.com slash likely story show yeah um and then you can talk to us online using the likely story hashtag um on we're on twitter shelby's at shelby elizabeth and i'm at polly and k
1: and we're on instagram at likely story show and i think that's it but we changed our password on instagram so we're back on there we're (laughs) We're back on Instagram, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, come find us. Share your thoughts. Go watch some of the videos and read some of the articles on our show notes at sunriserobot.net slash likelystory slash 43. And um, quick thanks to our Patreon sponsors, Benji, Carolyn, and Joan. You help us keep the audio rolling, the editing rolling, and... We love you for it. So be nice to each other. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. (laughs) Bye.